Brought to you by the reinvented 2012 Camry. It's ready. Are you? Get in touch with technology with Tech Stuff from HowStuffWorks.com. Hey there. Welcome to the podcast. My name is Chris Paulette. I'm an editor here at HowStuffWorks. And with me is wonderful writer Jonathan Strickland. Howdy. Today we're going to be talking about some of those energy suckers in your house, better known as your electronics. Right. Some of you may not know this. Uh, there was a, a, a article in Forbes that said the average American household spends $1,400 each year on energy bills. That's a that's a pretty hefty chunk of change. Well, it's not surprising. I mean, if you think about it, a, a good-sized plasma TV can use up to uh, 350 watts. Uh, Xbox 360, 187. PlayStation 3, 197 watts. I mean, you know, those that that's not a... a uh, insubstantial amount of electricity there. Yeah, actually, there was a, a recent uh, uh, story published by Choice, which is a consumer group in, in Australia, that specifically looked at game consoles and computers. And uh, they found that even if you are running a PS3 on idle, so so the machine is on, but you're not doing anything, it uh, runs on about uh, 31.74 kilowatt hours per week, which they figured out was five times more than your medium-sized refrigerator. Good grief. So, and if you're playing a game, well, watch out because it, it consumes even more power. Uh, the Wii, by the way, was the least uh, taxing on your energy. It ran on 3.14 kilowatt hours, even if you're playing a game. So one-tenth of what the PlayStation 3 runs on. Yeah, you know, a, a lot of these machines, too, I mean, the Wii, I own a Wii, um, and if you leave it Internet-enabled so that it can pull down messages from your friends, it's on even when it's not on, you know, where you actually see something on the screen. So right. it's, you know, you may forget about these things, but they're always draining some kind of electricity. Actually, a lot of electronics do that. Um, there's even a term for it. Uh, there are several, in fact, but the most popular one's probably vampire power. Uh, a vampire electronic device is one that is going to draw power even if the device itself has been powered off. So even televisions do this. Uh, that's mostly because uh, TVs need a little time to warm up when you turn them on. And by draining this a little bit amount of power, it decreases the amount of time it takes for a television to completely power up. So, um, so there's reasoning behind it, but it means that even if you've turned off everything in your house, things are still drawing power. That's true. And, um, you know, there are a lot of ways that you can combat this. You can always unplug your, your devices. You right. can turn off a power strip if you, if your, uh, TV and video game consoles are plugged into a power strip. But some manufacturers are looking into ways to cut down the amount of electricity that they use, even when they're on. For example, uh, when Jonathan and I went to the consumer electronics show earlier this year, we saw, um, a television called the Eco TV offered by Philips, and it's an, an LCD TV. Uh, they use a lot of light to power the screen, but what the uh, the Eco TV does, it measures the amount of of ambient light in the room, so it can adjust how much light it puts out to power the image on the screen based on the amount of light that's coming in the room. So it can kind of you know adjust things. Yeah, yeah adjust like if you if you watch television in a dark room, you don't need as much power. To uh, to make the image visible, so uh, so watching uh, watching those movies in a nice little dark home theater system is uh, is energy efficient. In fact, uh, so hey, I'm what do you know? I'm energy efficient because that's the way I prefer to watch my movies and television. Uh, 
and in the United States, the uh, there's there's even a thing called uh, Energy Star. Now, mm-hmm. Energy Star, that's sort of a, a designation about uh, if something has the Energy Star label on it, uh, that means that it meets certain standards, uh, which are constantly being revised. And by revised, they're usually getting better rather than worse, which is a, a relief in the <laughs> United States, really. <laughs> true, true. Um, yeah, as a matter of fact, uh, there are a number of uh, different kinds of uh, ratings that you can get in addition to Energy Star, mm-hmm. uh, the manufacturers' coalitions. Uh, have have put together some some different ones too, um, but basically, if you can see the Energy Star rating on the side of a box, you know that it is meeting uh, minimum uh, Environmental Protection Agency standards for uh, you know energy usage. Right, and uh, and as our article points out, in uh, 2007, the uh, Americans using Energy Star products prevented. 40 million metric tons of greenhouse gases from entering the atmosphere. And that's, that's, uh, that's significant. Yeah, that is, that is fairly significant. Um, one of the ways, one of the kinds of machines that uh, use an awful lot of electricity and a lot of machines aren't Energy Star certified are computers. Right. Computer monitors uh, as well. Yes, yes, computer yes. monitors. Depending on the, the monitor, a lot of uh, the CRTs, the old-style big tube monitors, those um, – those use up a lot more electricity in general than your flat panels. Um, but, uh, you know, we looked at several of uh, the different machines out there, um, and there are some that are, are starting to come down. Like um, there's a new, uh, a new computer offered by Cranberry that only uses 9 watts of electricity and a story that has been in the news in CNET lately uh, about the Cherry Pal, which is a kind of cloud computer, very similar to the Cranberry, and it only uses two watts of electricity. Right. It really cuts down on the moving parts. You know, things like uh, they get rid of things like the fan uh, uh, and hard drives, the spinning hard drives, and that really helps cut down on power consumption. Uh, and of course, we there are other things that we can talk about when we're talking about energy efficiency. We can talk about uh, handheld devices and alternative means of powering them. Uh, like solar panels, for example. You could have a solar-powered uh, energy source to charge your iPod, for example. True, and there's uh, another example that we used, the uh, Nokia EcoSensor, which is a uh, um, sort of a prototype, I guess. And they, it uses a combination solar panel that you can wear on your wrist, but it's combined with uh, a kinetic energy generator. So if you're you know, waving your arms wildly like I am right now, um, you can uh, charge up your PDA as you are, are uh, gesticulating wildly and making your friends wonder if you're insane. You go, no, I'm just charging my PDA. Right. Uh, in a related story, <laughs> I read a great piece in The Independent. That's a newspaper in the United Kingdom uh, written by Adrienne So about um, – she, she proposed a, a certain kind of uh, energy uh, generating piece of clothing – we're talking about a um, – they, they call it the bionic bra. Uh, it's a bra that would harness the power of moving breasts to generate electricity, um, which is uh, brilliant. Although, uh, as NPR's Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me pointed out, uh, that might mean that guys start referring to women by how long a song they'd be able to play. <laughs> so if it powers down completely, do you get mammary loss? Ha, 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 ha. Um, but, but to be serious, she was she was asking actual engineers about the the feasibility of this, and some of them surprisingly said it's completely feasible. Uh, 
there was a, a, an engineer named Wong at uh, Georgia Tech, which is just down the road from us, who uh, he, his team's working on creating fabric made out of nanowires that can uh, tr- transform friction into electricity. So the more you move around, the more electricity you would generate. And he was thinking of using it in things like T-shirts and stuff like that, you know, things that, things that you would wear that you would, you know, just have a lot of movement in general. And he said bras are, um, are a legitimate use for this technology. So we may actually see a, a, a bra generating electricity soon <laughs> or not see it. I mean, it would probably be under clothes, so we probably wouldn't actually. Anyway, you know what I mean. <laughs> I feel like I've uh, stumbled into some kind of booby trap. Yes, I would, um, I would say so. Really, it looks like it, rather than you know just looking at ways to cut down on the amount of electricity they use, manufacturers are also looking into alternative ways to power that. So maybe through the combination of these things, we can reduce the load of electricity that we're using from from uh, generating fossil fuels and uh, or not generating fossil fuels, generating uh, electricity from fossil fuels. Right. And, yeah. And the United States that. generates more than fifty uh, percent of its electricity from coal. So that would be a that would be a big improvement to find alternative ways of generating electricity. So now you'll shift from that to watching people, you know, flip and flop their way down the sidewalk as they uh, go to work and try to listen to their iPods. I, I, I don't see this conversation getting any better. We might want to end this now. So if you're interested <laughs> in reading more about that, we have a brand new article called How Energy Efficient Electronics Work. It's available today on HowStuffWorks.com. Thanks for listening. For more on this and thousands of other topics, visit HowStuffWorks.com. Let us know what you think. Send an email to podcast at HowStuffWorks.com. Brought to you by the reinvented 2012 Camry. It's ready. Are you?